Hi, friends. Hello, should I delete that, listeners? We still have some tickets left for our live tour and we would absolutely love to see you there. On Thursday, the 23rd of May, we will be performing in the London Islington Assembly Hall. On Monday, the 27th of May, we will be in Salford. On Tuesday, the 28th of May, we'll be in Glasgow. Sunday, the 2nd of June, Birmingham. Monday, the 3rd of June, Bristol. And Tuesday, the 4th of June in Southampton. You can get your tickets at aegpresents.co.uk or via the link in the show notes or our Instagram bios. We really hope we'll see you there. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our Thursday episode. Is it just me? Usually isn't. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. Maybe we should just rename it to know it isn't just you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. To kick us off, we have a topical DM. Hi, ladies. I have an Is It Just Me? Obviously goes without saying I love the pod. But is it just me that finds it hard to deal with their partner getting sucked into things they know goes against who they really are? We were at the pub watching the football and when Chloe Kelly scored her goal, everyone in the pub cheered as normal. But once she took her shirt off, the roars of the men instantly got louder and there were more vulgar comments that were made, which my partner sadly joined in with a bit. After the game, I made my feelings clear and really tried to explain why this behaviour is wrong. He did apologise, but also said that it was a joke and that I should know he isn't like that, really, which he absolutely isn't and is normally very respectful. But it's situations like this where he can't help but join in. Have you got any advice? Like, that's just a really good example of toxic masculinity and lad culture and... Like, I would love, I would love to sit so many men down and, like, what, or just watch men for a day and watch how they operate at home versus how they do when they're with the lads. I know. Yeah. It's like that, Harry, did you ever watch Harry and Paul, the TV show? There's, like, no. a t- it's Harry Enfield and Paul Whitehouse did a TV show, like, back in the day. Oh. And they were a duo, they did loads of stuff. And they had this one sketch about the builders... And it would be like the builders would be sitting there and they'd be like reading the telegraph and being like, oh my, did you, did you catch the opera last night? I really thought that session on the violin yeah. was amazing. And then a woman would walk past and they'd put it down and be like, yeah, get it out, love, show us your tits. And like, yeah. and they were just basically really leaning into this idea that men didn't really want to do that. They just did it because they felt like they had to. And I would, I would love to know the like, the balance on that. But I'd say you're so not alone. I've had French chats with my girlfriends about this who have said that their partners change when they're with the boys and it, like, drives them round the bend. No, that that is shit, though. That is shit if you're seeing a difference when he's with the lads and, like, the lad culture. I guess, like, I don't know, part of me is a bit like, oh, he just wants to fit in. But... Uh, yeah, part of me is like, oh, like a little bit of leeway. But at the same time, no, because he needs to be told that like, come on, you know better than that. Like, do better yeah, than that. Yeah, it is like, it's it's hard to, like, I think, to stick your head above the parapet. Like, it's one thing to not join in, but to like, to yeah. overtly disagree with somebody or with the boys or like with the culture is really difficult. Like, you know, because so I can't imagine a situation where he would like safely, and I literally have never met your boyfriend, so I've got no idea, but I can't imagine a situation where he, where a lot of men I know would ever feel confident enough to go to the boys in the pub when they're all, you know, yelling whatever about Chloe Kelly and her sports bra. All right, lads, pack it in. Actually, we could do without that. That's not very respectful. Like, I could never imagine anybody what having the basically the balls to do that because it's kind of scary to go against the 
thing on that. It's totally... And you do want to fit in. Like, some, like how many people, and boys and girls do this, how many people will, like, lie about music, like, artists that they like because they just want to be... Yeah, it's it's human part of the human condition, isn't it? It's part of, like, being part of the pack and being safe. So it is, like, white, like hardwired in us. But, like, God, if I saw a man being like, do you mind, lads, like don't I would be I would be like oh my god I am obsessed with him yeah not in a sexual way just like oh my god what a legend I yeah I think it would be like maybe you need to say to your partner maybe like a good place to start is like look I'm not asking you to always call it out every time in this context no. because it, that is scary and I understand that but I'm mm. just asking you to not actively participate in it and yeah like that's you know silence is powerful and you can just sit there and say nothing you don't need to be a part of it whilst also silence is powerful and his lack of participation will not go unnoticed yeah because you know sometimes when you think you made a really good joke and then like it's just crickets yeah or even like you know i know i don't know about you i notice if like one person isn't laughing and i'll be like oh have i missed exactly have i missed the mark there yeah yeah Exactly. But I think it's like, it's what Al said about like, he wants to feel part of the pack and this is what the pack are doing. This is what the pack have always done. They are unfortunately misogynistic, like by nature, this is football culture particularly. And it's been a really interesting crossover with the Euros because obviously it's had a huge new demographic of like women watching football and that's great and girls watching football and stuff. But the the original football supporters have also watched the Euros and that is famously an incredibly toxic culture so I suppose it's not Mm. the biggest surprise in the whole world that that toxicity is coming out of it totally yeah like I completely understand why you find that difficult and I think like stay on your partner and but I think do it in the way that's like give them the confidence to know that you support them and because it can be really scary to feel like that they're gonna go against so you need to say to them like I support you I'll be really proud of you if you cannot partake in this I know why it's hard but I would really appreciate this and this is why it matters and make them feel see why they're doing it and why it's so important to you yeah and like po- reframe it in a I, I think that's such a good point actually not be like you don't do that and you can't do that and if you do that I won't you know I'll be mad at you or whatever which is probably the line I would take <laughs> um but I think like positive not reinforcement what's the word but you know like asking for it in a really positive way and re- and like framing it as a very positive thing and offering support. you know so it's not like because I think that's what you were saying before about the safety is it's like if they're gonna if if he's gonna feel ostracized from his mates he needs to know that he's safe with you. And that's, I know that's a lot of like emotional labor for women to have to do. And then we shouldn't have to carry men around because they're doing the bare minimum. But you're in a loving relationship. We can see that it's difficult for your partner. So let's just, you know, not read too much into it and just maybe offer them a safe way to be like, look, I've got your back and you don't need to do that. And, and I'm here yeah. with you and we're just not going to yeah. do that anymore. Okay. And then you're the team and he doesn't need to worry so much about that, about the men kicking him out or judging him or whatever because if someone said to me like don't push the red button like actually no I do I do I tend to obey authority so I probably wouldn't push the button but I would want to push the button because I'd be like I want to rebel and push the button but I never would if someone said don't do that I'm not telling you you can't do that but if someone said to you I would really appreciate if you didn't push that big red button 
because it means a lot to me that you don't push it. And da, da, da. I'd be like, oh my God, I do not want to push the big red button in any yeah. way. Did that make any yeah, sense? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Not that. You, you do fear authority. I do. I very like, I am, I am, I like to obey. Do you want to do your other football one? Hello. I have a dilemma which would be interesting to hear on Is It Just Me? By the way, love the podcast. I listen to you every Monday for a wee pick me up. Is it just me that sits there listening to sexist comments and not speaking up? I watched the Euros at the local pub and it was brilliant the support it got. And I was so proud of my mate of my male mates coming along and proper taking an interest in the sport. They all knew the players and all their talents and every detail about the team possible. However, I felt very disappointed more with myself than anyone else when I heard men saying, show me your tits or spread those legs. How do I call out these harmful comments? I know these men are doing well by actually coming to watch the football and having done the research and I don't want to scare them away by telling them that one comment's inappropriate. Am I a bad feminist for excusing these comments? Oh my God, I've literally oh my God, so hard to this. Okay, I do, but like, I feel like the men that are saying spread your legs or show us your tits, we don't want them there in the first place. No. So I wouldn't worry about scaring those twats away. That's true. They are her friends though, so you've got to be That's careful. disgusting. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> well, I it is, no, you're right. Pub. It is disgusting. Or maybe, maybe they just were people in the pub. I don't know. It is, it is gross. Like, it is really gross. Sorry if they're your friends. Um, but that is that is rank. That is really rank. Yeah, it's not good. Sometimes I think it's not worth the fight. I had some comments from certain men uh, what, during the Euros about how women play so dirty and women refs don't know the rules and, like, women aren't as technical or whatever. And these are people that I know, right? And sometimes, like, I definitely felt with the Euros that it wasn't worth the fight. And I was actually talking to Ellie, who I was watching the game with, one of my best friends. And she was like, don't even... Because I was getting a lot of shit from it online, actually. One of the hags posts before the game kind of hit the wrong algorithm. And a lot of men were making shit comments or whatever about how dirty... Oh, I'll I'll give you a really good example. One guy I know sent me sent in a group that I'm in sent a photo a couple of weeks ago of a pile of dirty dishes going god can't they come home already or something along those lines right because you know now this is a single man who's 38 I just want to carry that so I'm like right who are you waiting to come home and do your own dishes you absolute loser I loved it on the group because every my mum was in the group as well randomly in this whatsapp group but everybody left it it was just silence which I loved and then he sent the same thing but with a load of ironing Literally same meme, but with a load of ironing during the Euros going, don't worry, lads, they'll be home soon. And I literally, I, I got like prickly hands. I was so fucking angry. And I literally, there were so many things I wanted to say, like, you're a single fucking man who's nearly 40. You have to do your own ironing because you can't get a woman to stick around. Blah, 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 blah. I was ready to like burn, 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 burn. But then I was like, I don't want to ruin. Boo her, not now. She's rubbing herself on the rug. Um, I don't want to ruin what is an incredible experience for me, for women, for feminism, by arguing with a fucking moron. Mm. Like, he's not having today. I don't want to give him the satisfaction. He wants a rise. So I literally just replied in the WhatsApp group being like, that wasn't funny last week either. Kiss. And then, loved it. And then my mum chimes in and she's like, oh my God, how great are these girls? Literally loving watching the football. And my sister's like, ha ha ha. And then like my brother was in there and he was like supporting the football again and it, and it was just like and you know, my brother was like yeah they're playing great whatever and it was like this guy's comment just got completely like 
ignored. And I yeah. think sometimes we have to choose if we want the fight at our own expense because yes there's a time to educate them and yes there's a time to school them but it shouldn't be at the time like that's what ellie was saying to me about instagram she was like don't make a post about these comments because it's just taking away from what's important and the fact is is we won and that alone silences them and that in itself is power and the petty fucking bitch in me wants to be like no i want to show them all but she's actually in that instant she's spot on high road every single day i know those comments are different to the like spread your legs because that is actually fucking gross and i think if it were me in that situation i'd probably be like shut the fuck up but not like a full tirade just like ooh, like like a little yeah just like that's really embarrassing what you just said like shame on you i I like i like to tell them it was embarrassing i like to make that little yeah because like what are you all right like how embarrassing (laughs) so embarrassing but then i don't want this girl to feel like oh like annoyed at herself for for not doing for not saying anything because i totally i mean we had this discussion on monday about the woman on the train do you remember who was talking about her her like it's 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 difficult. It's really difficult to like call someone out yeah. in real life. Like it is very difficult, and it's not. It's also not your responsibility. No, it's not either, the so. uh, you know the the victim's job or the oppressor's job or whatever to educate the person that's oppressing them or you know that's making. I don't know. That's a, we're not. I don't know what the quite wording is there. But it's not a woman's yeah, job. Yeah, the, the oppressed. It's yeah. not the oppressed. Yeah, it's yeah. not your job to educate men and, and we already carry a huge emotional you know, weight and do do the bulk of the emotional shit and you shouldn't have to rinse yourself and you know, like exhaust yourself constantly educating these men. I noticed one thing that you said in this email was that you like they already did well by showing up. And I I completely get what you mean by that, but also like I think a big part of this has got to be like stopping celebrating the bare minimum from men like they they didn't show up for women they showed up because they wanted to watch the football so like that's fine and that's that you're right that is really cool but we don't need to celebrate them coming and i do get that it's really exciting to have men on board because i've definitely felt like that and i've loved seeing men like be totally like supporting and it does feel really good to have like men on on our team and i completely understand why you feel like that but i think if we're not too careful, if we have to feel like we're celebrating them, then it makes it very difficult because we don't want to rock the boat. We're like, well, we've already got them here. So we don't want to now, you know, do anything to scare them off. But actually it's like what Al said earlier, if they're going to be that easily scared off, then let them go. You know, we want people on our team that are going to fundamentally respect us. And if they're, they're there to see a fucking vagina then they're not there for the right reasons if they're there to watch the players' technicality, technical abilities. But I think this is also a big part of what we were saying earlier. I think it's the previous girl sender. Same thing again. It's lad culture. Most of these men probably don't even mean it. They're probably really enjoying the football, yeah. but they can't quite admit that because for some reason that they're worried that everyone will think they've got a little dick if they say that they're enjoying women's football end of sentence so they say yeah. the good thing and then they have to put it down because that's kind of what we're where we're at i think with a lot of like toxic toxic masculinity it's the not all men stuff it's like yeah. they're kind of with us but they've got to like hold on to this like misogynistic safety somehow exactly to that girl don't know do not worry you didn't yeah you 
it's not on your shoulders and look we're making huge progress and those people will be left behind and I think sometimes an eyebrow says it all yeah and like Ellie said and you said like what happened on Sunday silences them or just leaves them feeling very embarrassed so there we go yeah yeah they can shit on it if they want but like how embarrassing yeah. they're the ones with their arse light in public you know what I mean end of the day oh my god yeah yeah pants down yeah exactly <laughs> When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I have one. Okay, so hi, gorgeous people. I will start by blowing some smoke up your asses, of course, but I genuinely love your podcast. It's helped me so much. After struggling with disordered eating, weight gain, shitty comments from family and friends on my body for my whole life, this podcast helps me accept myself for who I am in the moment. So thank you. That's wow. lovely. Having said that, I still have some work to do and I'm looking for a bit of advice, really. I've just been shopping for my wedding dress and actually purchased one today. I put it on and I felt 11 out of 10 in it. So, of course, went away having put the deposit down. I felt amazing and so happy. However, when I got home, one of my bridesmaids started posting pictures of me and my dress on the group chat we have with my fellow bridesmaids and my mum and mum-in-law. I looked at these pictures and immediately had a minor breakdown. I hate the way I looked in these pictures. All I could see were my problem areas, not a term I usually use, but you know what I mean. And I couldn't see in the pictures what I was seeing and feeling in the shop at all. I wasn't really aware she was taking these photos and to be honest I would have rather not had photos but instead gone off how I felt in the moment. I have a history of hating the way I look in pictures so to be honest I'm a bit miffed at my bridesmaid for being so careless of the photos she sent. There were over 30 pictures from all terrible angles even though I know it comes from a place of love and excitement. I now don't know what to do. Do I phone up and say, actually, I don't want the dress? Do I go and try it on again? Do I delete the pictures and go by the feeling I felt in the shop? I'm mad at myself for letting my weight cloud my judgment of how I look and feel in my wedding dress. But I just feel so much pressure to look amazing on the day and now don't feel like I do after seeing these photos. I'm now finding myself spiraling into the must-lose-weight-for-the-wedding rabbit hole, which I was desperately trying to avoid. Sorry for the long-winded email. Thank you for all the work you do. It's never been more important. Oh, bless her. That is hard. Oh, that's hard. That's so rough. Um, especially around her, around her wedding as well. Do you know, I, actually, I was thinking about this this morning because I was watching someone um, on stories who's getting married next week, I think, or the week after. And she's getting, like, she's had her teeth whitened. She's, like, doing her hair. She's, like, wondering whether or not to go to, for a facial. And I was thinking about, like... There is just so much pressure on this one day to like look and f- feel your absolute like best, whatever that means, because who knows what that actually means. Um, so it's super heightened anyway, because, you know, if you're just, I don't know, at like a random barbecue and someone takes a photo of you and you see it, and you don't like it, like the stakes are a lot, you know, are a lot less high than this. Um, so I, 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 totally feel for this girl I do I had a similar experience when I first went to go and try on my dress my bridesmaids all put photos in the group afterwards and 
I also zoomed in on bits of my body and I really talked myself out of my dress like and I really did and I was messaging them like I can't wear it look and I was zooming in on ridiculous bits being like look at this I can't wear this and I, I, what am I going to do about this and I think I've made a terrible mistake even though when I wear it I feel absolutely amazing and I think there's so many things to consider first of all I don't know about you but when I went for my bridesmaid with my wedding dress fittings I was wearing fuck all underwear or like stupid you know like I just looked absolutely ridiculous I hadn't shaved my legs I hadn't washed my hair I wasn't wearing proper makeup I just felt you know whatever probably I'd come from work stuff it was sweaty you know summer you've just done it like you'll have been hot you're tired you know this is all part of a stressful time you're going into a, a, a studio with fucking up lighting down lighting whatever it's called spotlights which cast horrible shadows, make everybody look a bit yellow. You were candid, you didn't realise the photos were being taken, you probably weren't wearing, I don't know, the shoes, or it wasn't tailored, probably, I don't, I don't know, you know, like, but it wasn't how it's going to look on the day because you won't be in a shop for a starter, you'll be outside, you'll be carrying yourself totally differently on your wedding day. And you said yourself in the email that you have a history of hating images with yourself. So with yourself in. So I suspect, and I say this with so much love, that this is much more about the fact that they're images rather than what you actually look like in them. Like it sounds like you have a history of always looking for the bad in photos and jumping to the worst place every time you see a photo of yourself, just because that's what your brain has, that's the pattern that your brain is now in because that's what you've always done so it's probably incredibly unusual for you to look at a photo of yourself and think god I look amazing yeah and and that's not your fault that's just because that's the way you've always worked as a person so it was always going to be incredibly unlikely that you would look at this photo and think god what a dish because that's just not the way your brain works so you have to remember from the off that you were biased to begin with you weren't you weren't ever going to like the photos which is why you didn't want photos in the first place which proves that this is nothing about what's in the photos and it's more about the photos themselves so with that in mind i would delete the fucking things and keep the feeling because the feeling is what's real your thoughts around the images aren't real the image isn't even real it is a singular moment in time Alan and I say this all the time you take a photo of the moon and it looks shit have you ever taken has anybody Mm. ever taken a good photo of the moon particularly on their iPhones no is the moon objectively the most beautiful thing in the sky yes like there's just no question but the photos are always terrible so your thoughts around the pictures aren't what matters it's your feelings about the dress that are so important so if you want to go and try it back on again go and get your hair blown out or whatever and then go to the and make yourself feel as great as you can and then go and try it on again having burned those photos off your retina and go again and get the feeling back when you feel like you're ready or if you need to but I think that these photos are nothing to do with how you look and nothing to do with the dress and and your bridesmaid, like you say, she had really good intentions, but because of your history with photos, it, it wasn't good. And yeah, yeah. so get rid of them. Yeah. And, and I think as well, you know, well, first of all, you felt like an 11 out of 10 in the shop. People were with you. They obviously felt that too. Like that, like you said, that's what's real. Like you weren't, 
you, you, you're not making a mistake. You have eyes. Like you could see yourself in the mirror. Like everyone else could see you. Like it was, the dress was a great choice for you. And it, it totally depends on what you do. But if you are able to look back at the photos and like rather than like take away your bias and before you look at them, think, what if I look at these photos and think, oh, I look okay. Or, oh, this just wasn't a great angle of me. But I am a 3D like proper living person not a 2d static image of myself like that's just a one very small snapshot in time because and and I think like I used to just be like oh my god get any pictures I don't like away from me but I don't I don't necessarily know if that was that helpful for me because I was because there are always going to be pictures taken of you and, and your wedding as well like there are so many pictures taken of you from all kinds of angles and you end up seeing them all and I just think if you can kind of work to chip away at that bias that you do have when you look at photos and if you can sit in that in that like what if I can just accept this photo of me what if it's not as bad as I think it is and I can just be okay with it I think that could be really powerful but that depends on how strong you're feeling and also this might not be the right time with your with the wedding stuff going on like it might not be the right time to do this work but like I think that for me was really pivotal in in because I used to be terrified of photos especially like candid photos I'd just be terrified and I'd be like don't I don't want to be in them like don't take candid photos of me like I just want to run away and then when you can actually just think like hang on just tell me like what is so bad about this photo like why do I hate this photo so much like okay yes I have a double chin in this photo but like and what you know like I'm it's literally a, a snapshot in time and I think if we can like reframe how we see these photos we can end up like just taking the pressure off off our shoulders and just being like even more comfortable with our body and like you said you like you've come a long way but you still have work to do and that's so fine and so like so normal and yeah I just it's annoying that we keep having to do work with this and we keep having to like come across these obstacles but I think the actually they're like learning moments even though they feel really shit it's just like a way to it's a way to get even further in your journey to feeling better in your own skin I think if I sent you the photos of myself in my wedding dress that I didn't like you would look at them and go but you look fucking great and I think if you sent those photos yeah. to us of you in that wedding dress we would go you look fucking great well, and I saw those photos that you had and you looked fucking great. Like, objectively, yeah, you looked absolutely, great. Absolutely, but I, you can't see that when it's yourself sometimes. And that's right. just a fact of being a woman or a human in this day and age. Like, you are hardwired to look for the bad. And I think, particularly with the wedding, you're supposed to have the most perfect fucking dress of all time and look the most perfect that any human being has ever looked in any dress. So you feel like you're failing in some capacity if you don't look 100% totally fucking drop-dead perfect in every single image. But human life isn't absolutely perfect all the time. And you can't laugh if you're breathing in and I think that's like one of my favorite things to remember. Like if you're sucking in, which I spent a good 10 years doing, you can't, you can't laugh. 
you never get to really be yourself. And it's like, I, I think human beings, I think women particularly are their most beautiful when they are their most relaxed and when they are their happiest. And I think on your wedding day, happiness will radiate out of you because you're marrying the person that you love the most. And that's what you will see in the images. And look, I, I'm saying this having been very honest about the fact that when I was trolled on that fucking forum about people hating my wedding dress, it did make me really, really upset. So I do understand this. I, I really do, but I've done some work around it and I feel so strongly now that this is the best day of your life and really everything else is secondary and you won't see the details because you won't be looking for the bad bits because, you know, in your normal life, yeah, you look for the bad bits because that's what diet culture has filled our time and our head with. Like, you know, look for the bad bits, look for the bits to fix, whatever, whatever. But your wedding day is so not about that. Your wedding day, everything's perfect and everything's ready for the rest of your life. So you aren't going to look out for the bad bits because they're just not, they shouldn't be a part of the day. They're not welcome. They're not invited. So like no kids and no bad energy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wedding rules love that um, and please so please please keep the dress please keep the dress you're 11 out of 10 keep we can't dress. wait to see it you're gonna yeah. look absolutely fucking stunning yes like, honestly please send us a photo i promise you you're beautiful and you look amazing and you felt like an 11 yeah. out of 10 and that's what matters okay and is it just me listening to alex asking about cooking and is it just me that eats like 90% of her veg roasted? Like everything, even cauliflower, broccoli, Brussels, cabbage, you name it. And I probably put it in the oven. I think boiled veg is awful and tasteless and actually more effort than roasting. Roasting, stick it in a roasting tray thing, spritz with oil, add herbs and spices and put in for 20 minutes for most veg. About 40 minutes for thicker ones like carrots, parsnips, etc. Em has sold me on an air fryer. I do think I want one, but my only two sticking points are number one, how much can fit in? Like I eat a lot of veg. And two, the thought of having anything else permanently on my benches gives me the horrors. Oh my God, me too. I've not got tons of bench space and there's not a hope in hell I'm taking it in and out of the cupboard for every use. Who has that time in their life? <laughs> me, I have that time. Mine's in the cupboard. I get it in, I put it out. Do I get you? it in. Yeah, oh, do Alex, you? yeah, neat freak boy owl will not let me leave it out because he says it's big and unsightly so he said and also the kitchen's not really big enough for an air fryer because they are chunky but baby that's worth it it's worth see, I'm a it neat i am a neat freak and also lazy so i don't see that i don't see a compromise there yeah because <laughs> i can't well, have it out but i can't have it in i am optimistic and pragmatic so i will get it in put it out get it in put it out no drama absolutely no biggie worth it worth it um, is it Oh, fuck yeah. How many times have I got to tell you? It's worth it. You bought a drum kit because of like one night scrolling and I'm really having to sell the air fryer to you this much. It's sad. Um, I get this girl, I get overboiled veg, absolutely foul and heinous. And, but I'm not an over, but it depends on the veg. Sometimes a little blanche, like a pea, like over, like just blanche oh, pea. Oh yeah, peas. Great. Yeah. Peas boiled, but I, I'm with her, like sprouts, broccoli, cabbage, all better in the oven. In my all better opinion. in the air fryer. All better in the air fryer. All better in the air fryer. All better Apologies. in the air fryer. Absolutely yeah. fine by me. Yeah, I approve this message. Spinach, okay. that's gotta be blanched. Yes. Spinach, peas, beans, Wait, like spinach beans I just put beans. A spinach I just put in a pattern, right? You don't put water in it. I just blanch, I just do it in water. Do you? Yeah. Oh shit, right. Yeah. I just put it in a pan. 
No, I just put it in water and then you just get a bit of kitchen towel afterwards and then just put the spinach on the kitchen towel because otherwise it holds onto a lot of water and that leaks onto your other food and not about that life. And then, yeah, and then you just throw the kitchen towel away and, or, or yeah, kitchen towel or kitchen roll, whatever you want, or just wash your kitchen if it was a kitchen. But if you do it in a pan without water, then you don't need the water. And then you don't yeah, need to... burn a bit. Do you do it with uh, no, it oily? No, because it's got so much water in it. No, you don't need oil because it's got so... It holds so much water, doesn't it? So as soon as you put it in... you're giving me a cooking hack. I know. What's happening? <laughs> oh my yeah. god, okay. Okay, yeah, that's um, yeah. Okay, fine, I'll try it. I'll try it. Um, yeah, I get it, but honestly, just why do you guys keep giving me the opportunity to sell you the air fryer if no one's going to take me up on it? Yes, it's if, bulky. If by yes. the end of the year... You, you think I'm not going to use it by the end of the year? Do you know how long I've had it for? No, no, I was going to say, if by the end of the year you do not have an endorsement or a sponsorship oh. with an air frying company... I will be furious on your behalf. I'm fucking furious already. You should be on commission. I should be on QVC selling these things. You should and be I, on QVC. I can't believe that nobody's contacted me by this point. I can't like, believe it. You know, I did a question box on my Instagram the other day and hundreds of them were asking for my air fryer recipes. Okay. You plus air fryer brand would be the ultimate yeah. collaboration. Ninja. We need to Me, manifest this and make this happen. No, we didn't to manifest it. We need to orchestrate it. Like, right, yeah. Mohammed needs to go to the mountain, seeing as the mountain is not coming to Mohammed. So I I need to do some outreach. <laughs> Pitch you know, yourself. the sad thing is, I thought I think we have done some outreach. I think Jenny might have done I think. <laughs> and no one bit. <laughs> yeah, because I'm doing it all for free at the moment. Okay, Why so stop doing me? it. But then they won't know how much I love the air fryer and then they won't come at all. I will tell them. I will give a t- written testimonial. You have come. <laughs> like, they, they offered you an air fryer. They did. They I did. couldn't believe it. They offered you one and I was like... <coughs> <laughs> Hello? Hello? And I think you you'd not- put on Instagram, like, oh, Em's really trying to sell me an air fryer. And then they were like, hey, I'll do one an air fryer. And I'm like, oh, no thanks to the one that introduced her then, Ninja. Obviously, I will take That's back rude. all of this if they do come and sponsor me. But as yeah. of right now, I, am, it's probably I am a woman scorned. It's probably because they thought, well, she's already got one, so we don't need to ask her if she wants one, you know? It's nice to be asked. It's nice to be asked. Maybe you needed a new model. Yeah, I don't. I love my model, but I would just like them to to <laughs> say thanks. God, I'm such a Cancerian, Jesus Christ. Cancers, we, we do lovely things for people, but we expect, like, I'll give you my left arm, but I'll never let you forget it. Like, I'll do a nice <laughs> thing, but I would never want anybody to forget that I've done the nice thing. Look at me now, being like, just tell me that you appreciate it, even though I'm choosing to do this. <laughs> I, I, I think, no, 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 no. I think they owe you a huge thank you. I, if you want to send them an email out, I won't be I'm going to send them an email and just say, just so you know, and I'm going to send them this episode and there we go. <laughs> just so you know. Send them literally any episode we've ever done because I will <laughs> yeah. have mentioned it. Right. Or direct them to any of my Instagram stories on any given day because I will have cooked something in my air fryer because yeah. my air fryer is the best thing in the world. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Quote. Quote. Quote for their website right yes. there. Only if they pay us. <laughs> Only if they pay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay guys well thank you so much for listening we'll be back on Monday Monday (laughs) go say Monday as deeply as you can Monday okay bye guys (laughs) oh you loser
Delete That is part of the ACAST Creator Network. 